Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly presented by Whiskerware Apparel. Tonight we have Jeremy Cole, director of the Cabela's King Cat Tournament Trail. We got a couple of things I want to go over first uh, before we get started with that. Last week uh, I was contacted by the nicest man and woman uh, team of new cat fishermen that I've talked to in a long time. It was Kyle and Kathleen Buttron. Uh, and they found out about the Catfish Weekly Show and been watching it, actually been listening to most of them on podcasts. These are over-the-road truck drivers, and they are interested in getting into tournament catfishing as a team for 2016. Uh, very, very nice folks. Can't wait to see them uh, when they get started, and, and we talk probably for two hours on the phone, and, and this is what makes Catfish Weekly doable for Chuck and I. When we have people like this contact us, and they enjoy doing the show, and they want to get interested in, in, in uh, uh, catfishing and tournament catfishing and different things, and it just makes the show so enjoyable for us to do. So thank you guys, and, and looking forward to meeting you here in, in a month or so when we get down your way. Um, Tonight, Jeremy has joined us. Thank you, Jeremy, for being with us on Catfish Weekly. Well, I know that you have uh, some new stuff going on with the Cabela's King Cat series. Uh, we're so thrilled that you would come on here and try to go over a few things with us. And, and if you would like, uh, like I say, we'll pick up stuff and you can you can see the chat. You can answer some of the questions. If we miss some of them, then we'll... Uh, uh, address them as we go, but uh, if you wouldn't mind, let's start off by going uh, over some of the new stuff uh, that you can tell us about for uh, 2016. Well, 2016, it, it's got a lot to, I think a lot of people has figured out that there's some new owners involved and and a lot of our cosmetics are going to change, the awards, the, the setup of the weigh-ins and, and However, thing is basically runs going to take a drastic change. Uh, the biggest goal in this is just to make it the big, biggest and best tournament trail uh, that it could be, and get it the national attention that it needs. So, um, we've got a pilot show that uh, Western Championship we had that was filmed uh, there at Old Hickory Lake in Tennessee it was filmed by a group that we work with, uh, Brush Pile Fishing. But it'll be aired on World Fishing Network first of the year. So. Uh, that's our pilot show, so we're going to see kind of how the interest is and and how everybody takes it, and then maybe run with some uh, some of the film tournaments and try to try to get us a TV show started. So uh, everybody can look for that. We'll have a date. It's the first quarter of 2016, so uh, it'll be January, February, March, somewhere in that time frame. So, uh, like I said, you're going to see a lot of the cosmetics change. Uh, got some new tournaments involved, one down in Louisiana. We're going as far south as you can go, and uh, we're going to try it. And, and Like I said, just trying to grow it and make it make it what it needs to be, make it better, and, and make it that national tournament trail uh, that you see in other, other fishing markets. So. Do you still have catfish that far south? Oh, yeah. There's oh, catfish okay. everywhere. <laughs> I want some of that good old Cajun cooking. So we. Oh, I, I you know I probably have to try to make that because I have never had. Uh, we call them crawdads up here. I don't know what they call them down there, but I'm sure it's something different. And and that stuff uh, boiled up with that hot sauce on looks so good. I got to get out there and try some of that. Hey, you come on down. I think some of the guys from uh, the swamp people will be there. That's where they all live. So. <laughs> Uh, I think one of them's planning on fishing it, so heck, we may be hunting alligators by the time we get done. So. <coughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but like I said, uh, trying to place our two championships. I was telling you earlier, the 2016 schedule, uh, half of it's come out. You can get on the KingCatUSA.com and and get that, and it'll be updated uh, daily at this point. So. Um, Trying to get Wheeler involved in the championship, possibly. Uh, um, Gallopolis, Ohio may do another championship up north. So, uh, some interesting things, and, and like I said, we're just trying to grow it. So, 
That's great. That that's that's outstanding. And and Cabell's has been behind this tournament for a long, long time. And and uh, supporters like that is what the catfishing community needs. Sure, uh, Cabela's. Uh, Cabela's has actually been working with us for a little over twenty, little over twenty years. So uh, they've been good to us and continue to be good to us. And uh, just basically want to be involved in the catfish world and, and show the catfish guys that they're trying to trying to get out there and support them as much as possible. So, and I think awesome. you can see that you go into a store, they've uh, they've really upped their inventory on the catfish market. Uh, greatly so they're they're doing their best to get the catfish guys involved and and get stuff for them in the store as well so well then that's what it takes to keep them coming in and out of the stores because with all the online stuff and and the different competition at, at the level that they do business uh, it, it's a, it has to be a very trying thing and and they got to get their their part of the market to, to be able to stay in, whether it be catfishing or bass fishing or, or open property or whatever it is, they have to get their percentage that, uh, of that business. So, and I know that they work very hard to do that. Yeah, yeah, very hard. So, <coughs> we're glad to be working with them. That's all I can say. Don't plan on going nowhere either. So, <laughs> that's great. That that's good news for for all of us. Chuck, you got some questions tonight for Jeremy? Oh yeah, Jeremy. Um. At the uh, at the tournament, you was telling us, you know, that there's a new promotion company that is working with uh, Cabela's as the title sponsor now, um, and I, I believe it was uh, VMD Promotions, if I'm not mistaken, out of Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about this company, uh, their background, what they've done, and uh, and uh, the way you, what direction you think they're going to be taking us? Uh, you know, that's one of the things. Well, it's just new guys coming in, trying to, trying to do this, trying to do that. Uh, the guys that are taking over are two brothers. Uh, it's Vince and Mike Camposano out of Louisville. Uh, there's some businessmen in Louisville uh, that run a family business and and run it very well. Uh, their whole goal is to invest in something that they know can grow and do a good job. Uh, their background is bass fishing. We won't hold it against them, but uh, they are bass fishermen, and we're trying to get them involved over. And they're doing a good job. <laughs> they're wanting to learn how to do that. Uh, but their son Vincent is also one of the partners in that. Uh, he's come into it wanting to start a the collegiate series. Uh, that's their game. That's what they know is the collegiate deal. Uh, Vincent fished under Murray State and won a national title. Uh, in the collegiate bass fishing world, so they want to bring that into the catfish market and get some of the younger group involved. Because uh, if you don't get them involved, the catfishing is, a, you know, anything. If you don't get the youngsters involved, the catfishing is a dying sport. So, uh, trying to get the next generation moving up, and that's that's their biggest goal. And and like I just said, their biggest goal is just to keep growing it and making it bigger and better. So, um, they are out of Louisville, and uh, Daryl. I'm still around. They must love me. They kept me around. So uh, everybody here in the office, everybody that ever that knows of anybody here at the office, you hear of Stacy on the phone and Daryl. Uh, we're all still here. Uh, be here till whenever we leave uh, or I retire. I plan on staying until I retire. So uh, nothing, nothing major is changing. It's just they're just wanting to grow it, and make it better, bigger and better. So okay, so they. Uh the the crappie uh, they they they're running the crappie apart also. Yes, yes, they got them both. They did, they got crappie USA and Cabela's King Cat, uh, and and like I said, Daryl is uh, about to turn 66. He's getting old on us, and uh, his four partners are over 70. So uh, it was it was getting time for them to start fishing and enjoying life, and uh, they wanted somebody to keep it growing when they were gone. You know. Uh, I wanted somebody to continue building it and making it what it needs to be, so they found these guys, uh, and they're already very involved in the fishing market as, as itself, so uh, they they fish tournaments and kind of know how it runs, so they're, like I said, they're just wanting to come in and, and enjoy it and build it, grow it, and and uh, be a part of it, so. That's great. So on the, uh, on the college part, um, the, I've really been into watching this, uh, 
you know, the college bass fishing and all, and it seems like that there's so many colleges into it now. Uh, it's really going to be great uh, if we can get the word out to these colleges so they can start clubs and uh, letting their students know that this is going to be offered so they can go ahead and start working on it. Um, I know you know Mark Cooper from the University of Tennessee. He's, he's been trying to kick stuff up for a few years now, and I believe he's a senior this year, so yep. there's not too much he can do, um, you know, about the college thing. But, you know, he did a, he did a great job up in Tennessee letting, uh, you know, all the students, making students out, letting them fish. And I believe if they got some more colleges going in that, he, he would have had a few tournaments going himself. Sure, but, sure. And I, I know Mark's worked very hard. Uh, and it's still continuing to work very hard. He came and fished one of our tournaments up in Tennessee. Uh, they're on his home lake, so um, we're reaching out to him. We're going to try to get him, and because uh, he knows, you know, he's he's been doing it for the past three years. So, uh, and and he's already established that at the state of Tennessee. So, um, why not why not use him as a resource and, and get him involved too? So, uh, like I said, we're just trying to. Trying to get all the kinks worked out and then move forward from then on, because like me and you talked about, it's it's the biggest part is getting the schools involved. It, it's not the tournament itself; it's just getting the word out to the colleges. So, right, yeah. Um, if you didn't know, uh, Lyle with Black Horse and uh, Rod with Whiskerware Apparel, they're they're uh, sponsoring some uh, some junior pro anglers this year. Um, one of them's in our chat right now, Connor. Um, and he he's said he would love to fish in college. Um, so th there's a lot of these guys that's fishing with their parents right now, um, you know, as a family and, or just with their father. Uh, they will, they would love this to get started up because these little guys are into it, and they're sure. giving they're giving everything they got. And that little Jackson Mitchell. I mean, he can take Mike's boat, I guarantee you, by himself, and and he could get up on the leaderboard by himself, I guarantee you. That's how good he is already. Oh, so, I agree. I, I think Jackson. Yeah. I think Jackson catches all the fish anyway, so, I mean. <laughs> that, there's no way Mike can beat him to the rod. No, no. no. So there, there's a lot of youngsters that fish with us now. Like you said, Jackson, Connor. Uh, Mr. Riley Brown out in South Carolina and, and there's a lot of kids that are starting to fish with their dads and, and why not get them something to fish, get them some scholarships and then keep them involved all the way through college until they can you know get their own boat, grow up and then start fishing the tournaments as a regular series so and, and there's, a lot, there's a lot of kids out there you know, everybody catfishes. Everybody's grown up catfishing, so there's a lot of kids that don't realize that there are uh, opportunities for them that can be presented. And and heck, you never know. You know, you could always get kids involved that weren't planning on catfishing. So um, that's that's just our main goal is is to get them involved and and get them get them in our sport and uh, fishing fishing all the catfish tournaments in the in the country. So. Uh, while we're talking about colleges, tell us about the uh, the, the scholarship program that y'all have been doing for years and all the money you've made and raised for this. Uh, what we've done, it's a 501c3, so it's it's one of our separate companies. It's Kids Outdoors, Inc., and it's run under our crappie and catfish tournaments. Uh, many of y'all have been to the captain's meetings where we do the scholarship <clears> table. Uh, you know, we, we give out, it's different every year, but... Uh, we try to try to give out something nice at those scholarship tables, but uh, all that money that goes, even the money that we make off like our T-shirts and hats and all that, all that goes straight back to the kids' scholarship. We've done $328,000 in scholarships this uh, to date, and we're about to award six more uh, $1,000 scholarships next weekend. So, um, like Daryl says, if you teach your kids how to hunt and fish, you don't have to hunt your kids. So that's exactly uh, right. I think that stays true. But uh, any kid that's under 16 and under that fish in our tournaments, like Connor, Jackson, uh, Riley, all of those, their names go into that drawing. And then our kids rodeos that morning, those Saturday mornings while everybody's fishing, uh, 
those kids also go into that. And then at the end of the year, we draw for uh, six $1,000 scholarships. Some years we do six $2,000 scholarships. So, and I commend all the fishermen that, that um, are in that scholarship drawing at all these tournaments because that, all that goes back to the kids. So that's, that's one of the ways we're trying to give back to the kids and get them out fishing. So. Yeah, and it, it's you know it's such a shame that a lot of these toast cities, you know, and you you bring all this to their city, and they're they just not letting the word get out, and the, the you know these kids rodeos they just could be so big if it was advertised right, and you know we show up you know after weigh in and uh, you know and the people you know I talked to two guys at Gunnersville. They were just driving down the road and seeing the trailer and stuff, and they pulled in to see what was going on, and they were amazed with the catfish, you know, and they lived right there in Gunnersville and didn't even know the tournament was going on. And if these host cities would just do a lot more advertising before just to get more participants in the, uh, you know, in the tournaments, getting more people to come out and uh, spectate the sport and, and get them kids down there than fishing rodeos. I think that would just be awesome if a little bit more time and money was spent on the advertising part. Sure, and and one one place that, that does an amazing job on that kid rodeo is Morgantown, West Virginia. We have um, anywhere from 120 to 130 kids every year, so uh, those kids eat it up, but I agree. Um, it's and it's harder when you've got 20 tournaments that you're trying to keep up with and, and really trying to push them all. But uh, we're starting to get that out. We've got a full-time PR lady that does nothing but sends all that out. So, uh, like I said, a lot of that's changing, and, and we're doing our best. So we're going we're going to keep keep trying to work on that part as well. You know, radio things like this, TV, and uh, get all that back in order. So. Yeah, I, but you know, I I believe the host city, you know, they they need to do a little bit better themselves also, you know, and they wonder, you know, they wonder why, you know, some of these cities thinks, you know, why why didn't we get the participation we was expecting? Because a lot of people in the area didn't even know what was going on, you know, and they they could help out a little bit more and do a little bit of advertising themselves to <coughs> people in the community know that it's going to be going on in their city. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, and it's so hard to reach everybody. I know Gunnersville did a lot in the Huntsville area, and, and heck, we still had people calling us even afterwards saying, well, we didn't know about it, you know. And it's like, eh, dang. <laughs> you know, you could have had five, five, ten more boats there if, if you would have reached out to those guys and let them know a little bit earlier uh, to get off work. So. Yeah, and you know we you you know the anglers talk about it, and they say, well, if I'm interested in fishing tournaments, I'm gonna go look at these websites and see where these tournaments are going to be. Um, you know, but a lot of guys that catfish, uh, you know, they they don't get on the internet and and Facebook and all this. They don't know that. Uh, to go to the Cabela's King Cat website and look at the schedule. You know, a lot of them, they need to be aware that uh, competitive catfishing is out there. They don't even, I see guys all the time saying, man, I love the catfish. I didn't even know that uh, there was catfish tournaments. And I spend, you know, 30 minutes talking to them at the gas station um, on my way fishing because they see my boat. And, you know, they're just amazed that there's catfish tournaments. And then, you know, all of a sudden, I give them my Facebook name, and I stay in touch with them, and you know, they start spreading the word. But it's just so hard to get the word out, and um, you know, they just needs to be a lot more effort in the advertising instead of trying to rely on uh, social networking to get the word out. Exactly, Facebook and all that's good, but it it takes a whole whole lot to get it out to to different areas that you're not involved with, so. Um, like I said, that's that's the key. That's the key to getting anybody involved. And we're the same way as you. Stop at a gas station and say, "Well, what's Cabela's King Cat? Well, it's catfish tournament." And then they're just blown away that there's catfish tournaments or, or that they didn't already know about it. So um, that's that's one of our biggest biggest goals of right now of trying to grow it is just the advertising and 
getting all this out so people that aren't involved can be involved and, and know who we are and just know about competitive catfish tournaments. So. Right, and ha having a good, uh, you know, PR working for you that, you know, know how to uh, target certain uh, mailing lists, you know, so you're not wasting postage and you can just get a mailing list of all the bait shops, you know, and instead of having to send out 20,000 brochures and letters, you can just send out to all the bait shops in all the states and send out, you know, 2,000 um you know, and you know stuff like that's going to be a big help having that uh, department working for y'all. Sure, and they, like I said, uh, she does a good job. Uh, her dad actually works for us, so she's she kind of knows knows what's going on too. So she uh, she's going to do a good job, I think. And 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 heck, I spent about two days in town delivering brochures and posters and everything else. So uh, you know, I try to hit the lake as hard as I can as well. Uh, you know, eight to ten weeks before the event. So, so if we're fishing one of the tournaments, we can contact you and get waypoint coordinates. <laughs> I don't. I don't take my boat. I wish oh. I could take my boat. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only downfall. I don't get to go fish while I'm there. So. Okay, so yeah, uh, y'all have got uh, you know a, a big boat company, Alumacraft, on board now. Uh, do y'all have any more uh, big sponsors in the works that you know of? Uh, well, new sponsors, like new sponsors that aren't involved as of right now. Yes. Uh, we're working on, I think, I don't know if everybody's familiar with like HydroWave. Uh, HydroWave makes a, uh, it's like a little microphone that sticks off the water at the end of your boat. I think it may attach to your trolling motor, uh, but they've been big in the bass world. It's it's just a sound. They they produce sounds like, uh, you know, shad or bait fish, anything like that. Uh, when we were at ICAST, they actually come out with a catfish model uh, that that distributes sounds that are related to catfish feeding or uh, catfish that aren't feeding and, and different bait, different times of the year. It's got it all. It's like a hunt and call or something like that. Uh, but they're really wanting to try to promote in the catfish world, so you'll possibly see them come on board uh, for for 2016 and and like I said that's Hydrowave. Uh, we've got a lot of prospects that we're working on. Um, you got Whisker Whisker Seeker Tackle that makes the it's almost like a buzz bait looking deal. It's got a float that uh, that has some uh, spinners on them that create vibration, create noise, but it keeps your bait up off the bottom. Uh, one of, that's one of the neat things that we saw. So. Uh, you're going to see a few different ones, a few new ones come on. Uh, I just don't know what they're going to be yet or if they're going to commit yet. So just stick around and stay tuned with us and you'll find out. So. All right. Yeah, that hydro wave's amazing. And I've asked a lot of my uh, buddies that bass fish about it. And I had one that was fishing on Lake Gunnersville, and he said there was a, a, the biggest blue catfish he's ever seen was following his boat at a depth that you could see him and they were trolling down the bank uh, flipping and that catfish was following the boat and they had the uh, I think the, the shad frenzy or something working at the time and that catfish was trying to find out where them shad were yeah, and, and it was following the boat down the bank when they were fishing and it's amazing a lot of people you know I was skeptical about it till one of the guys that worked with us put one on his boat I thought it ain't going to work and I, I mean it's amazing it's like tell, telling somebody a fish can't smell uh, a fish can hear and it can smell that's all they got to use you know they can't see 40 50 foot down the bottom so uh, it's amazing how that stuff works and these guys have got it down to a science of what each fish, fish species targets and what they look for so uh, it was it was really neat it was a neat product and I think you're going to see them come on board so yeah, it's great. It's great what Alumacraft done with two boats this year, and that really made these two championships, I think, really special. Them guys out there fighting for them boats, um, I, I think that helped the turnout big time. And they're nice boats, you know, a 20-foot boat. Uh, I think one of them's already went to a new home down in Georgia. Uh, I saw Facebook pictures where they had done uh, moved it to one of our cat fishermen down in Georgia, so you'll be seeing it on the trail. 
but it's got one of their new live wells. It's not the biggest live well, but it's a start. You know, me and you've talked about this a lot, trying to get a Lumacraft to, uh, to just make a bigger live well. You know, they make a good boat, uh, and the live well is the biggest key. But I was amazed. These two prize boats have a 50, 60 gallon live well on them that. Uh, in most places we go, it's not going to hold an 80-pound Mississippi River catfish, but uh, nine times out of ten, that live well that they have on it is going to hold uh, your five fish or better. So uh, it was pretty impressive, and I didn't realize they were that big. So that's something that um, you know me as well as you are pushing for them to do. So right. I think you're going. It just takes time. It takes time to get the walleye out of them and some catfish into them so uh, I think I think you'll see them come around here in the near future so yeah I think so too just let peewee do what he does down here in Arkansas and and let the walleye guys stay up there in Minnesota huh yeah yeah and, and peewee actually came to uh, uh, that uh, championship and awarded the boat to Rob and Chris and and we talked about it a little bit and I think some of the catfish guys uh, kind of more or less surrounded him and, and told him what it needed. So, uh, like I said, I think I think by him coming out there, uh, when these national sponsors come to this, they're wanting to know uh, and talk to these guys, talk to talk to you guys as a whole to figure out what y'all want. And, and I think by them coming, I think that showed that they're that they're looking into it and they're wanting to do something. So uh, he got a lot of feedback, and I think he'll take it back and and make something out of it. So. Great. It's good. It's good. It's a big deal. These boat companies coming in. Um, you know, we've got uh, Sea Arc, Lumacraft, Lunds uh, in the catfishing market now, and you know, it's 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 helping the sport grow uh, by these bigger companies getting in and, and supporting us like they are. Yeah, I agree. And and you know what I tell people and. And it may not just be our sponsors, but they're sponsors of everybody's catfish tournament trail. You know, if you're in the market for some products, it don't matter if it's, it's hooks, fishing line, uh, rod and reel, it don't matter. Uh, you know, support the guys that are trying to support the catfish market and make it grow. And if they don't have what you want, uh, at least give them the first look and, and see what they can do for you. And, and a lot of these guys don't believe it, but most of these companies, you can... You know, you can call Gamma Line and talk to Dale Black or, or talk to these guys that we deal with and talk to the owners of these companies. So uh, they want to hear from y'all, not me. You know, they, they hear from me a lot. So uh, hearing from the guys that are actually buying and using their product goes a long way. So, uh, you know, if you're looking at some, look at some of these sponsors that sponsor these tournament trails and give them the first look. That's right. All right, Lyle. Um I'm going to pass, pass him off to you. What do you got for him? Well, I, I totally agree with what he's saying on, on the sponsorship for, for these uh, tournaments. And, and, and I know uh, from running Twisted Cat Outdoors all them years that it doesn't really matter if they're sponsoring. If, if a company is sponsoring Twisted Cat Outdoors or if they're sponsoring Cabela's King Cat or if they're sponsoring Monsters on the Ohio, uh, those people that put their energy and money behind these tournaments, they deserve to have a shot. Uh, uh, if you're looking for a boat, you need to look at Lumacraft. And if you're fishing a tournament that Sea Arc is sponsored, you need to be looking at those boats, uh, Gamagatsu Hooks, Eagle Claw, you know, whoever it is. If they're in the sponsoring of catfish tournaments, those are the people you need to try to spend your money with because if you don't, they will be out of there and pretty soon we'll be back where we started. It is so important uh, to treat these people with the respect they deserve because they're doing this for us. They have to make a profit or they can't do it. So uh, I, I'm with you 100% on that. And it's the, funny. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jerry. Oh, I was just saying it's funny, you know, uh, like Sunsect, it's a sunset or it's a sunscreen and insect repellent. Uh, he's been he's been the only provider of sunscreen to the military for 15 years, and when he finally came public last year, he came to the catfish world before he came to anybody else. So, <laughs> uh, you know, there people people see that, and and if you know he don't get the feedback that that of him doing that, then like you said, he'll be gone and. And uh, those people won't be coming back around. So that's right. That's right. And and you know, uh, 
and I'm not pushing issues or buttons or, or pumping any sponsors because the people that I've mentioned have nothing to do with me personally or, or Catfish Weekly, but uh, one of the, the all-time big people that's been behind fishing, not just catfishing, but fishing, has been Fraybill. Companies like that, uh, you know, they uh, they behind a, a lot of different walleye tournaments and bass tournaments and different things, and uh, it's good for the sport to see the new ones come in. When we get uh, Gamagatsu or or a catfish-specific company that comes into the sport, we really, uh, as long as they're providing a good a good product, we need to make sure that we spend enough money and buy enough of their product, especially if they're have the same thing out there that's equally as good or better quality than what we're already using. We need to, to take care of these people so they stay in the sport and they know that we care about them being there. <clears throat> when uh, we was talking earlier about uh, about uh, the new people taking over Cabela's, is there any rule changes or anything that, that uh, is going to take place with this new ownership? Uh, we're looking to a lot of different uh, the things in that you know, I, I, there's a lot of rules that are questioned in different parts of the world, and a lot of rules that you know, you go out east and east of the Mississippi, and it may not ever be an issue. You go west, and it's an issue with you know everybody. So uh, finding that happy medium is what we're trying to do. Uh, everybody that was at both of our championships had a chance to vote, uh, which I realized that you know the 50 that fished in each of those tournaments. Uh, aren't the major contingent, so uh, we may be doing like a email blast or a mail out or something like that to get everybody's opinion. Uh, you know, on maybe going back to that controlled takeoff where you come back to um, you come back to that boat ramp where the weigh-in is at 4:30, 5 o'clock in the morning. We do boat counts, check your live well, and then you're free to trailer. You know, you can trailer 20 miles up river, or you can put in right there at the ramp and go on. Um, I the Possibility of us doing a, a actual takeoff or something from one boat ramp probably not going to happen. Uh, insurance company don't like that, and I don't like that. That's that's pretty dangerous. So uh, if we did go to something, it would be a controlled takeoff where we called your boat number and you were free to leave by trailer or by boat. So, uh, but I think live well checks are a big thing. You know, uh, when gas was three fifty to four dollars a gallon. Uh, it would be hard to do that and then somebody drives. It just wouldn't be economically feasible, but I think now that gas is back down to $2 a gallon, a little bit less, I think you, know, I think you can start doing those controlled takeoffs again and, and make that work. So, well, I think look, that's an outstanding idea and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, uh, I, I really, I'm a believer in that. I'm not a believer in the other way that things have been done. But uh, you know, uh, neither here nor there. What I think it, it's what makes it better for for the the general population of the sport. But uh, I'm I'm really excited about the seeing what you guys have in store. And I think it'll be a a great thing for everybody. Um, how many tournaments are you guys putting on next year? Uh, we went when I started two and a half years ago. I think we were at 16, 17 tournaments. Uh, last year we went up to 18. This year we went up to 20. Uh, so I think we're going to push for 20 again. Do 18 and then two championships. Uh, I think that's our main goal and and try to cover everything from the west to the east as as best as we can. So uh, I think 20 is where we're going to try to stick and then maybe do four to five uh, collegiate tournaments uh, and see how that works. I think 20 worked out pretty good. If if the weather would work out for me a little bit better this year, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think 20 would work even better. So uh, so I think that's where we're going to try to stay is 20 for right now. And, and I think we've already got 13 on the books. So. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. Um, another thing I wanted to ask you about, uh, going back to the tournament stuff, I am a proponent of all of the big, even medium-sized tournament trails getting together and coming up with a unified set of rules to where everybody nationwide plays the game the same. Do you think that is in any way possible that that could be made to happen? Uh, I mean, it would definitely would be a bad thing. It would be easier on, you know, well, this tournament allows you to use stringers, this tournament don't, so it kicks out the guy that don't have a live well. 
you know, there's a lot of different rules that are different different parts of the world. The biggest problem I would see uh, is you got so many catfish clubs, so many, you know, I think it would be pretty easy for the medium to bigger size trails to maybe work on something, but uh, I think it'd be pretty hard to get everybody involved just because there's right. so much so much involved, uh, right. which is a good thing. I mean, there's a lot uh, trying to grow it, so that's good, but I think it'd be hard to get everybody uh, yeah. on one set of rules. So. I agree. I don't think you'd ever get 100% of them involved with that, but if, if we could get a high percentage of the major players nationwide involved with something like that and, and uh, it wouldn't matter if I, if I come down and fish the King Cat tournament down with you in Memphis or uh, out on the East Coast someplace or if I went over here and, and fished a, a, a Twisted Cat outdoor tournament, uh, the rules would all be the same and then I could turn around the next weekend and go fish with Brad Kilpatrick, can't see the catfishing and I wouldn't have to change anything. I wouldn't have to have extra stuff in the boat. I wouldn't have to change nothing uh, except the water body that we was fishing. I, I just think that would be so good. Sure, and and I can, like I said, I can see I could fight both sides to that. Uh, sure. Yeah. So I, I'd I'd be kind of in the middle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's right. Scott Woody'd like to know if, uh, if there's any idea when the catfish version of that hideaway will be available. Um, what they told us, uh, I think, I think it will be available starting January. They brought it out at ICAST, and uh, they were still doing a little tweaking. But ICAST in July is when they brought it out, and I think they were shooting for like a January uh, or maybe first of December release. So. Uh, that's what they told us, anyways. That'd be that'd be. I'm interested in seeing that. I've not seen that. I had heard about it, but I've not seen uh, anything uh, hands-on type deal. And I think that that'd be very interesting to look at and and uh, and be be going in. Uh, how many states are you covering with your tournaments next year, Jeremy? Um, we'll be covering. Oh, you're gonna make me think now. Uh, <laughs> We'll probably be or covering close to 12 to 15 states. I don't know right off the top of my head. Uh, I mean, you got Texas, Louisiana. Uh, I'm trying to get Arkansas involved uh, down on Mississippi. You got Tennessee, Alabama. Uh, you got several states involved. So I would I would assume to say 12 to 15 anywhere in between there. So you know, and for the, for the people that's never run a tournament, that's a lot of work. I mean, that is a lot of work to do that much traveling and all the phone calls and, and what it takes to make a tournament successful and to get that many people organized to make it come off as smooth and as easy as you can. Uh, unless you've been there, it's really hard to understand how much is involved with that. It's, cha it's challenging just to get them set up, um, you know, get them set up, get there a year in advance and and there's a lot of work put into it trying to get everything done before but uh, you know when everybody leaves and goes home uh, heck my job don't end until you know that next week trying to get everything in place and uh, you know coming back home Saturday Sunday and I'm doing paperwork the whole time so uh, there is a lot involved and I, I think a lot of people um, don't necessarily see everything involved uh, a lot of people probably wouldn't want to see everything involved if it came right down to it, but uh, but I enjoy it. You know, uh, but but it, there is a lot of work involved just in getting tournaments set up and trying to make them run smooth. So It is, and uh, uh, we had talked before the show that Cindy and I actually, our grandson, had drove up to Quincy. We didn't get to fish that tournament. We had planned to, and... and uh, it, it is. It's a lot going on, and I understand you're going back to Quincy next year, and I'm excited to go up there. It's one of our places. The, the fish are not terribly, terribly large. There is some good fish in that pool of water, uh, and, but we just enjoy fishing up there. We know a lot of the people that fish that area. We plan on trying to make that next year. How many? And I'm hoping you got some that's closer to me so I don't have to go all the way to Louisiana, although I would like to try some of that, that gumbo down there. Um, of course, we got Quincy. Uh, I'm, I have pulled my hair out trying to get like St. Louis or Alton, so uh, that's my that's my number one goal is to even try to get a championship right there at St. Louis or Alton. So uh, it's it's still eluding me, but but that's somewhere that 
that's on my number one wish list, I guess I could say. That area is very hard, and, and I've talked to those people numerous times for years and years and years, and it's extremely tough uh, to get in there. And, and what everybody told me was past experiences, and that's too bad that it's like that. But you just have to uh, uh, do the best we can, and I would love to see you guys do that. That's a, uh, you know, we go all over the place, and, and, and for me, Personally, that's a tough place to catch fish, and, and I know, but they're some of the biggest fish in that in that, that there is anywhere. There's a lot of fish down there, and this reason is simply because of the barge traffic. Uh, it can be dangerous, but it can it can be re very relaxing place to fish. Uh, but when them fish are on down there, that's as good as it is. And I don't know if you know this or not. I've mentioned this numerous times on our show. Danny Southen had a, we we all. For the St. Louis area is the reason why Twisted Cat Outdoors only had a three fish limit. And he weighed in the record of 195.2 pounds on three fish. And I don't care where you go, it's going to be hard to beat that with anybody. Yeah, yeah, you can't go. Uh, the only place I can think of is a little lake in Tuakini, Texas. Uh, and, and we had a five fish limit of 239. Uh, second place was 236, and third place was 233. So. That's amazing. Um, I think I think there's a lot of places that could pull those weights, but uh, the trophy catfish laws you, you won't see that anymore, which is good. Trophy catfish yeah. laws are always good, but you're not going to see those big five fish, three fish stringers anymore. So right, and Danny, the the most amazing part about him is he fishes by himself, and I'm not even sure he ever had a net in there. He he grabs every one of them out by hand, and he fishes by himself, and. There were some boys from Iowa that followed him around. They called me Monday morning. I said, you know, can you tell us what Danny's used for bass? And we fished behind him all day, watched him throw back 40s and 50s, one right after the other. I said, ah, I had no idea what he used for bait. But I said, old man knows how to catch some fish now. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. But he's having a good day. He's having a good day. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're excited about, about Cabela's and their new ownership and, and looking forward to see the changes that, that they're going to make. The college thing really intrigues me. Um, Jacob Stitcher and Connor, uh, these guys, and, and uh, our little girl up in Pennsylvania, her name will lose me right now, but these are the kids that, that, that we, uh, we have, have put on a junior pro staff, Rob Popfelder and I have, and, and we're trying to, to uh, I you know, these guys are all outstanding kids. They they do everything the right way and we'll be adding to that, but we could we're we're doing it as a slow rate because there's only so much we can do each year, but um, these are the kids that we need to keep involved. They're they're the future of our sport and, and we're picking out the ones that we think that are gonna be the best for it and when these guys get to college, uh, we'll still be there with them. We we wanna see them. Uh, be the next Catfish Weekler, be the next director of Cabela's. These are the, the kids that we would like to see groomed through their parents and through the sport of catfishing and, and how whatever we, little bit we can do for them to, to put them into position to, to carry catfishing on after we're all done and gone. Sure, and that's, that's the only future of the sport. You know, if you don't get the kids involved, anything's a dying sport. So, uh, got to get them involved, keep them involved, and and I think the ones you mentioned are doing a mighty fine job. So you know. we're we're so proud of them guys. It's it's uh, unbelievable. And um, uh, I knew uh, Jacob and and uh, ah, dang it, I can't think of her name. Just that just tears me up. I've met them guys a couple of times, and and um, we got such a recommendation for Connor King. And I didn't know Connor. I had heard about his mom and dad, but I really didn't know anything about him. And and he come very highly recommended to me. And one one day on the phone with him, I, I told uh, Rob, I said, we've got to have this guy. I said, he's exactly what we're looking for. And and he has been. And Jacob, you know, he contacts me every once in a while. He's just been down. His boat's dad's boat had some trouble. They had to send it in to get it fixed. But they're back out going. They're fishing. they got everything going on. Milan sites. I'm so sorry, Milan. Uh, but... Uh, Connor's been doing really well in the tournaments this year, and, and uh, I'm really excited to get to see him this week. We're going to try to get some stuff and do a little interview with him and, uh, and do some things. And next year, I think our youth program will grow again. And uh, what these guys do for promoting catfishing, uh, when they show up to these tournaments, you know, 
people can't wait to see them. You know, they see them online. They see the fish they're catching. They know these kids are 12, 13, 14 years old, and, and they, they realize that this is the future of the sport, and, and everybody is getting behind them, and that is that was the idea behind it. So uh, uh, I'm anxious to see what you guys put together, and, and uh, you know, I can't do what the big sponsors do, but if there's anything I can do to help promote that, uh, we will give you space on the on the Catfish Weekly website or, or uh, whatever you need. Just let me know, and we'll be glad to help you with that, Jeremy. That'd be awesome. Thank you. Yes, sir. And you're going to have to ask Connor. Uh, I, I worked my butt off to try to get them a hometown tournament there in Mount Vernon, Indiana, and, and I finally got that for next year. So I, I think I saw Connor put something on the message board there. So you're going to have to ask him how he's going to do on his hometown tournament. So. Well, you know, I got a little thing. If he wants me to come down there, he's got to get me some bait. That's just the way. <laughs> fair is fair. <laughs> wow, that's great. They'll do well. They'll do really well. Them, uh, uh, Jennifer and Wayne, they catch a lot of fish. They take Connor to a lot. They take their, their little girl with them to do a lot of things. And, and uh, that, that whole family, I've tried to get them on the show as a family, and we're going to try to get them set up down there as our live show at, at uh, Bassamore this weekend. But uh, they're really good people, and they're great for this board. We're so proud of Connor and the stuff that he's done this year. Just uh, It's just outstanding. And uh, there's, like I say, this is that's what it's all about, and, and uh, to get these guys going along. And uh, they'll do great things in the future, and that's that's what we're looking forward to. Hey, like I said, we, we're excited to take the journey with them and, and <coughs> always like seeing the Kings. Uh, I do have to correct you, but it's just Connor that catches all the fish. And, oh, is that? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Dad's just, oh, Dad's just a good net man, and, and Jennifer's there, I think. for. <laughs> That's okay, too. That's okay, too. <laughs> Listen, um, uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, Chad's Wall's getting ready to go to bed. They're all getting ready to leave for the for the Oldsboro tournament. You know, when we get uh, close to the end of our interviews, I give everybody all the time they need uh, to talk about sponsors or promotional things or anything they want to do. And I think we've we've covered a lot of the stuff. Uh, I really appreciate you being on the show with us. And, and as this stuff progresses, if you'll contact me, we'd love to have you back on the show, Jeremy, and, and, and keep everybody updated on what you got going. But at this time, if there's anything that you'd like to do or thank, thank anyone or uh, promote any of, of the sponsors that you have, uh, go ahead and do so. Uh, well, we, of course, want to thank Cabela's for being our, our backbone for all these years and keeping things going. Uh, you know, with the Lumacraft, I know Chuck's involved pretty deeply with the Lumacraft, and and just all of our national sponsors as a whole that they're awesome to work with. And and like I said earlier, if you're in the in the market for any of these products, give them the first shot. Um, but you know, we just we want to thank everybody for supporting us and 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 we're doing our best to keep things going and growing and and what they need to be. So, uh, like I tell people, I don't buy. Uh, all you got to do is give me a phone call. I'm just a phone call away. Uh, we want to hear from everybody to know uh, how we need to change things and make them work. So uh, anytime anybody has any questions, email me, call me, uh, whatever they got to do. But they can get on our uh, website at kingcatusa.com. Uh, we'll have all the releases, all the uh, tournament results, upcoming uh, the 2016 schedule, like I said, partially uh, part of the schedule is out, so they can get on there and see that part of the schedule, uh, and then it'll be updated as as we get more information, and it should be out here in the next month, uh, trying to get everything out so people can take off for work, but uh, we've got our Facebook page, follow us on Cabela's King Cat, uh, and then uh, something we've also started is our YouTube channel, it's King Cat Tournament Trail and um, you can get on there and just it, it, we're going to start trying to post some more stuff and keep things up on that so uh, if you hadn't seen it uh, that 30 foot mercury blow up balloon will uh, hopefully be at some more tournaments next year so you just look for it so but but I appreciate what y'all guys are doing and, and appreciate y'all having us on here and like I said stick around with us and, and we're going to have a better year if weather works out for us 
maybe Mother Nature will take a liking to us next year, and we'll get everything get everything growing and, and where it needs to be, and, and want everybody to not only support us, but you know support everybody as a whole and, and keep catfish growing. So. Uh, is King Cat going to be coming to all the tournaments? Because I didn't get my picture made with him this year, and you know he didn't come <laughs> into the very end here. And you know some of my buddies got to go to the classic, and uh, I didn't get my picture made, and I'm just tore up about it. I forgot to mention old King Cat. Uh, King Cat's our new uh, catfish mascot. Uh, he's almost ugly. He's cute, but. Uh, you can. I think he's going to try to make a lot of tournaments with us next year. Get your picture with him. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure he comes where that next tournament you're going to be at, Chuck, so you can get your picture with him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had pictures in the boat, the Lumacraft boat. I took my boat down there, my new uh, Lumacraft Bay boat. Uh, he's he was in all of them, and and I think he was more popular than anything at those championships. So uh, we. We're glad to have him on board, so long look for him at tournaments too. So, but, That's great. But I'll make sure he's where you're at, Chuck. You just let me know. I'm ready. <laughs> but, uh, but no, other than that, like I said, thank you all for what you do, and, and thank you to our sponsors, like, especially Lumacraft, Mercury, Cabela's, our, our bigger sponsors for, for making those awesome prizes and uh, went to first place. So It was great. Great prizes. So, um, other than that, y'all got any more questions for me? I think I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us. And like I say, as things progress, um, I get lax about contacting people. If something comes up the world needs to know about, please send me a message. We'll get you on as quick as we can and talk about it. Uh, it means so much to us to have you on here. It's just unbelievable. Hey, it means a lot for y'all to have us on here. Like I said, y'all or anybody else that, that's in the in the competitive catfish world, uh, give me a call. Uh, don't ever hesitate to call me. Like I said, I don't bite, so um, I can answer any questions or, or uh, I want to hear. Uh, you know, I want to hear from y'all and what needs to be done if there's a problem. So uh, don't great. ever don't ever hesitate to call me or Daryl. So good. But, but thank y'all very much, and y'all have a. Have a wonderful evening. So. All right, buddy. See you soon. See you, Jeremy. Jeremy Cole, people, that's an outstanding young man. They're doing wonderful things with the Cabela's Tournament. I'm looking forward to it getting better, bigger next year, and, and uh, I think that they're headed in the right direction to do that. What did you think, Chuck? Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's going to be heading in the right direction. Um, you know, it, when things start leveling out, I really don't think it's very good, especially when we're not where we're, we need to be yet. So, right. um, you right. know, it's looking like things are going to be ramping up and, and things just need to keep going uphill. I, and, I think uh, you're 100% correct, and I think that they've got a good guy doing it, and I think it'll be outstanding as he progresses along. And it sounds like he's very confident with the new people going to be owning it, that they're going to be doing the right things, and that's what we're all striving for. Oh, yeah, you know if the if the new if the new folks is keeping him around, uh, he's doing something right. Um, Absolutely. Well, now Daryl Van Vector's been doing that a long time. Oh yeah. You know, and, and I've been talked to Daryl several times over the years, and and uh, that's that's good. I'm I'm very proud to be uh, to know all them guys, and, and glad that they got everything going. Well, now that we're done with Jeremy, let's talk about the monsters on the Ohio. I know, I know that you're just you can't wait to get there. I can see it in your eyes, man. Oh man, I, um, I mean, I'm the I'm ready to just start throwing stuff in the boat. I'm leaving in the morning, heading down there. <laughs> well, we're gonna leave tomorrow afternoon, later early in the morning, probably in the middle of the night, most likely, because I won't get all my stuff done. But, um, I wanted to visit, uh, and if you have something else, we'll get on with that. But. Uh, kind of go over with people. We're, we're doing this show and we're trying really, really hard to do this live from Bass and more. And Aaron Wheatley, we are going to be looking for you to be there to head this thing up when we get started with this show. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to do 30 minute to one hour segments and then we'll take a break. And uh, uh, I'm trying to get uh, Cindy to. Uh, write names down and, and we'll do three to four 
uh, interviews and it will take a break and let that download and it will, that, now we're trying to do them live but they'll download to YouTube and I don't want seven or eight hours of them piled up all at once so uh, if, if you come in and sign up uh, and we'll try to do you in that order um, and, and we'll go anywhere from 10 minutes to 30 minutes something like that and and uh, and see how it goes there's going to be some people that uh, you know, it's going to take 30 minutes and there'll be some that don't want to do it at all. And, and some of them get locked up when they get on the camera and there, you know, there's things that happen, but, uh, uh, unless Aaron backs out on us and Aaron will never back out, we'll have Aaron Wheatley down there. We're going to have Connor King down there. We're going to have Rod Clodfelder. We're going to have Jason and Heath Malone and everybody that wants to be on there. We're going to do our best to get everybody on the show. We'll talk about the Ohio river. We'll talk about, how far they come, and we're going to talk about monsters on the Ohio. But I just wanted to let everybody know uh, kind of what we got in in store, and it'll be at Bass and More. And, and you guys have never been uh, to a tackle shop that is owned by finer people than these guys are. You will love it. If you need your fishing license from out of state, if you need in license uh, fishing license, if you need live bait, if you need tackle, if you need skipjack, they gonna have it for you. Stop in there, visit with us, have a good time because Thursday afternoon, uh, we're going to get started as, as, as close to one o'clock as we can. And it may be a little after that. And Chuck may not be there when we get ready to take off. He may come in a little bit later, but we're going to, but the sooner we get started, the sooner we can get as much of it done as we can. And uh, Aaron Wheatley, uh, we, we know you're going to be there. And thank you, brother, for everything that you do to make this thing go off. It, it'll be smooth. It always is. And I can't wait to get there. Uh, anything I missed, Chuck? No, that's about it. Um, you know, uh, Catfish Weekly is going to have some little uh, gifts for the spectators and, um, you know, for for people that's coming in and visiting uh, Bass and Moore on Thursday. Um, I've got a couple little door prizes that we're going to be giving out. Nothing big, but, you know... Um, you know, if it's free, it's good anyway. So, is that's kind of the thing that was my key at the Alabama tournament last year, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, if it wasn't, you know, it, <laughs> save it, it, save me, saved your whole day. So, I mean, this is like you know, you know, MacGyver don't have nothing on this. Absolutely not. Absolutely so, not. You know, yeah, I, I'm just so I'm just so ready to get down there. Um, you know, we'll probably, I'm, I'm supposed to meet um, Jason tomorrow about, you know, four or five o'clock. And Jason called me tonight and said, we're going to throw everything in the room. We're going fishing tomorrow night just for fun. So yeah. we're, we're going to be out uh, chasing down flatheads tomorrow night. Um, you know, so we're going to have a good time while we're down there. I can see you and old Jason out there sore mouthing every fish. I know Brent Riddle's down there already. I know that, that George Young was headed down there. You guys will have all of them soared up where none of us be able to catch nothing by the time Thursday or Friday rolls around when the rest of us get a chance to pre-fish. Nah, well, we're going to take it easy on them. You sure you are? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've seen Jason Kittner on on these videos and stuff. He gets wound up, man. You guys are going to have so much fun. I think it's going to be awesome to have him down there fishing with you. We're going to have a good time with him. Yeah, I got me uh, a case of five hour energies, and uh, maybe, I'll be able to, <laughs> maybe I'll be able to keep up with him. Um, oh man, I got to meet Jason last year at the Monsters on the Ohio, and I've known him online as so many people for years and years but jason is, is a great guy for the sport and he's so much fun to be around uh, you guys are just kind of a blast yeah it's gonna be great bink and janet are already there that that kind of bothers me oh no yeah that kind of bothers me because when 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 janet and bink show up uh, i know why they're there the Reds are out of the playoffs, and they're 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 rooting for the Cardinals, so they're getting there early so they can find the fish and watch the Cardinals in the playoffs. That's got to be it. Oh yeah. No, I bet it ain't. <laughs> and another couple of people that we're going to surely 
get them on the show. Janet and Big Fox, they're, they're just outstanding people. And and uh, I, I've talked to Brent Riddle, and I, I told him, him and Terry need to come down and, and visit with you. And, and I, I honestly, I have talked to Craig Collins and Dave Studebaker's already there. I've talked to hundreds of people uh, that are going to try to be there. So if you want to hear what's going on at the Monsters of the Ohio Thursday afternoon, barring we have any trouble, we're going to be doing a live broadcast out of Bassinmore, and we'll try to do them from somewhere between 30 minutes and an hour at a time, and then we'll load them, and then we'll start doing them live again. And, and we're going to stay late as we can and try to – <laughs> try to get as much stuff as many people as we can and if you want to be on the show stop by and see us uh like i say bass and more has everything you need to fish the monsters on the ohio so come in and visit with them guys you, you might get lucky you might get the seal wearing wheatley down there uh he he does everything so well we're so happy to be involved with with uh monsters on the ohio and and uh when you run through that entry line uh, Saturday morning, bright and early, where the sun ain't even beginning to coming up, uh, one of the people you're going to see out there working his tail off will be Aaron Wheatley checking live wells and making sure everything is run smooth. Uh, you people have no idea how much work this guy puts into this sh to this show, and, and uh, um, that tournament would never be what it is without Aaron Wheatley. So anybody that sees him, you need to – uh, shake his hand and thank him because he does a really good job and it's just not a one-day deal he does this year year long so uh thank him and, and tell him you appreciate everything he does and your the catfish weekly chat um if you notice when you when you look at your uh watch us live screen and you scroll down you see the chat the bottom of the chat's got a little <laughs> square with an arrow pointed up to the top right um, if you click on that, it'll it'll pull your chat out of the Catfish Weekly and make a separate window for it. You can take that chat, move it out, keep it open on your computer all day Thursday, and the chat's going to be open. You can keep asking questions, and it's going just going to be one continuous chat. So as the uh, as we kept keep having uh, segments. Don't worry about it. The chat's still going to be one continuous chat the whole time. Just keep rolling on it. Yeah, and when, uh, when these people come on here, we'll do our best to get all the questions that you want asked, asked to them. If we miss some of them, you, please understand this is going to be a big deal for us, and we're going to try to do our best with it. Uh, we're liable to make some mistakes, but, but we're going to work really hard. Uh, we're going to work as hard at doing this to make it happen as Aaron Wheatley does to make Monsters of the Ohio happen. So uh, I, I also uh, have, uh, uh, and I'm not sure when they'll be there, but uh, Heath and Jason Malone are going to try to help us along with this. If we can can get it done, we're going to try to do some interviews as people go through the weigh-in line at, at the, at the weigh-in. Haven't got all that figured out yet. We're going to work on that a little bit and take turns with some people doing the interviews, but we'll try to do stuff, and that that probably will not be live uh, simply because of Internet connection and service and things like that, and you just have to have good quality uh, connections to do those kind of things, and that's one of the reasons why Bassimore was – and their people are so good to us. I mean, uh, I called them up here a couple months ago and make sure that we still had a place to do our show and they was all excited about us being there. Uh, probably as excited as Chuck and I was about getting back in there. I mean, we just was all wound up about it. So it's going to be a great weekend. I want to make sure that everybody has a safe trip down there and back. Um, this, this is such a fun event. Uh, Sleep in still has rooms, Aaron says, for 70 bucks. That's very reasonable for a room. Uh, on a crowded weekend. So if you don't have a room to fish Monsters of the Ohio, call the sleep in. Uh, they got rooms for $70. Uh, we need to get that done. How are you going to interview the Hummingbird and Tour Sponsor guy? Well, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to interview everybody that comes by, dude. It just don't make any difference. If they show up, we're going we're gonna to interview them. There, there's a lot of guys that won't do the show, and and I've talked to some of them. Uh, they won't do the show because they're afraid people will 
will write in questions and, and things that, that they shouldn't and is inappropriate. And I'm going to promise anybody that ever considered being on Catfish Weekly, if there is something uh, wrote in on chat that is not does not need to be on our live show, it will not be put on there. I promise you that. If you want to be on the show, we're going to take care of you and, and do our best to make it as pleasant and fun as, as we possibly can. And, and uh, that's what we're going to do. Uh, anything else you got tonight, Chuck? No, you know, uh, like we said before, um, we're here to make catfishing grow. Um, you know, we don't want any kind of conflicts between any kind of anglers. If you got conflicts with another angler and and he's a guest on our show, um, you know, don't watch it. Don't get on chat. I mean, yeah. if, if you got a problem with somebody, that's what the tournament's for. You get out there and you settle it on the water. That's um, right. We, you know, we're not going to, um, we're not going to sit around and, and let any of that stuff happen on any of our sites or on our time. Nope. nope. And, and, uh, you know, we're, we're here to make catfish better, uh, regardless of who's involved and what experience we've had with them in the past. You know, we could cut people off and say, oh, well, this guy doesn't support me and this guy, but that's not what we're about. We're about making catfishing better and we're trying really hard to do that. So help us do it and make it what it should be and and uh, we're all going to get along we're going to get these regulations put into effect and and make it work so uh you know there's there's one gentleman that i've talked to in particular about being on the show i talked to him last year at monsters i'm not going to mention any names uh and i've talked to him since then about being on the show and he has turned me down and i wish that you would consider that uh, we'd be very pleased to have you on the show, and I know that you're probably going to watch and, and uh, just give us some thought. We'd love to have you on. Chuck and I visit with you a little bit, and we'll have a good time. That's about all I got, unless you have something else, Chuck. No, I need to start loading the boat. I got to roll out when the sun comes up. All right, buddy. You have a safe trip. As with everybody, have a safe trip to Owensboro. Be careful. Uh, it's going to be a fun weekend. And uh, looking forward to seeing everybody when you get down there. Night, everybody.